Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is my guy, Gerard Powers. And today we have a very special guest, Gerard. Let's help me welcome in Brian Cox Jr., defensive end for the Indianapolis Colts. Brian, how are you doing, man? Man, I'm great, man. I can't complain. I'm doing really well. Man, how how are you uh, liking the indie culture, the indie scene so far since you've been there for a few days? So, yeah, man, I went up for a mandatory mini camp and I was up there for a few days and everything. Honestly, it was real cool because I've been on about, let's see, it's my fourth team now. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like the culture and just like kind of everything in the building, everything just kind of flows real smooth and everybody's like real cool, friendly. It's a real good like team. I said the same thing when I when I got to uh, Indianapolis as a rookie, man. Everything just seemed real family based, real family oriented. Right. Yeah. You talk about your fourth team, you know, obviously you started out with the Carolina Panthers, played Mm -hmm. a a short stint with the Cleveland Browns, was in Buffalo um, back in 2020. Mm -hmm. Last year you had your uh, IR situation, which we'll get to that later. I was just curious uh, with with um, how you've been in the league for a little while. You've Mm -hmm. had some experience with different teams. Uh, a lot of young guys on this team. How are you going to use your experience in life and football to help mentor the the youth? Yeah, man. So I feel like that's one of the things when I first came into the league, I had, you know, older guys that brought me under their wing, Mario Addison, uh, Charles Johnson. I just had a bunch of Julius Peppers. I was in a room with a lot of experienced guys and guys that played a lot of ball in this league. So I feel like it's all about bringing the younger generation on, um, and just, you know, encouraging them, teaching them things that they may not know, may not have learned, you know, their previous stops or whatever like that. And just trying to, you know, um, teach and, and groom the next generation of, of football players, you know. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and the latest fighting news. Even next year's early NFL futures. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. Yeah, that uh, sounds good. You said that uh, you you mentioned just a second ago that you've been on a couple teams now and now finding your place in Indy. What do you think uh, you need to do going into this season to try to find that niche? Uh, I I know I've talked to a couple guys that have bounced around and all of a sudden, you know, they find that one team to where it just works, the culture's right, the system fits, you know, they're using you, they're using your strengths the way they need to. What do you think you need to do to show Indy that that you can fit in this scheme to where you can kind of stay around for for a little bit if you get the opportunity to play? Uh, I just believe uh, I'm a, 
first, man, I, I just think I'm a ball player. So I, I don't care what scheme. I don't, it doesn't matter. I just feel like any system, I can do whatever. I can stand up. I can put my hand in the dirt. So I'm just, you know, trying to show versatility, show I can do the special team stuff. I can do, you know, I'm going into year six. I can still run. You know, I can still do all of those things that, you know, maybe a year one or two guy can do. And um, it's just like, I also have the edge and experience, you know what I'm saying? I've been out there, I've played in real NFL games, playoff games. Um, so it's just like, I feel like it's an extra little edge of experience and then just knowing football so well. I'm sure you get uh, asked an awful lot by everybody. Uh, hey man, do you know Brian Cox? Uh, so I was just wondering um, with, with having a father that's been so prominent in the NFL in the past, and growing up and having his name, what what's that like with with you right now? Uh, I mean, I'm on man. Honestly, first mm -hmm. first and foremost, you know. But that experience has been. Um, I'm trying to find a word for it. It, it it's really a double edged sword because as many people that like my father, there's a lot of people that didn't like him. So it's mm -hmm. like you know, I'm kind of I kind of got to check your temperature first to see which you know which side you own if you like him or didn't. You know when you bring his name up. But I, I mean, overall, though, everybody I've came across that has mentioned him, you know, they mentioned about the passion you played with. If he was on your team, you loved him. If he wasn't on your team, if he was the opposition, you hated him. So it's always been, you know, pretty relatively good feedback. And just, you know, um, everybody obviously asked me that question when they see my full name. And I just, you know, I embrace it for sure. That's my pops. Love him to death. And, you know, he, he was a great player for sure. It's all right. And uh, for, for you and your upbringing, kind of born into the NFL, knowing your dad's still coaching in the league today. So uh, the NFL literally has not left you guys as family, uh, especially with you now playing. What What is some of the things your dad maybe have taught you coming up or uh, taught you now that you're a professional, kind of how to stay in the league, how to stay around? What are some of the pointers that he give you going forward in your journey in the NFL? I mean, man, it started when I was way back in – I started playing football when I was six years old. You know, at that age, you don't really know too much of what's going on. You're kind of just out there playing. But I feel like as I got more in high school, he started – he was still coaching. So he was coaching me almost like one of his own players. Mm -hmm. So it became real critical. After every game, he would critique me and, you know, let me know where I could improve and stuff like that. But the main thing I feel like was from an early on age, he always had me, like, watching film with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he was watching film – or something like that, breaking down players, breaking down anything. He would always try to like bring me over and teach me, you know, this is how you break this down, this is how you break that down. And I feel like that that helps a lot because you only get a limited amount of time during the week to prepare for a game. And you got to kind of, you know, manage that time accordingly. And if you know how to break down film, I feel like that really helps accelerate, you know, your process for that week. Every NFL player, every sports player, in order to get to the pro level, you got to overcome obstacles in life. You yourself, I'm sure you have a list of obstacles that you've had to overcome, including one year ago today, you were put on IR for, uh, you know, an Achilles injury. I'm wondering if you could, uh, I, I know that talking about injury is kind of a, a no-no. You guys don't really like to talk about your injuries, but I'm uh, a little bit about your rehab process, how you are now, and some other obstacles in life that you've had to overcome to get to where you are now. Oh, yeah, man. So, yeah, last year was June 15th, man. So it was a little over a year now. I was, you know, first day of mandatory mini camp, doing something I'd, I've done a thousand times, literally just a little bounce, skip step, about to go into a drill, just a little gather step. And then, yeah, man, I just came down. I thought somebody kicked me. 
look back, nobody was there. And then uh, trainers came over, they checked me out, and then pretty much, you know, carted me in. And it was confirmed that I went and got an MRI and all of that type of stuff. But, yeah, it's just it, – it was a really um, interesting rehab because I feel like being out of ball for that long, like that was the first year I hadn't been in ball in, I don't know, maybe 10 years, you know. So it's like you have to really reflect and kind of like find something else that – you know, can grab your attention. You know what I'm saying? We don't have that stimulus of ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it, it really was difficult. But at the same time, I felt like it was really good for me as my development as a man just to be able to, okay, the one thing that was taken from me that I kind of identified my, you know, my whole life around, um, then you have to kind of figure up, you know, other things. I started picking up books, reading a little bit, um, just, you know, trying to gain some knowledge, man, just try to try to take that next step because I feel often a lot of us, um, become stagnant in our in our you know regular everyday lives because when you're depending on ball and that's all you're you know that's all that's in your mental space you have no room for anything else you know what I'm saying but when that's taken away I feel like you kind of get a chance to really you know see things with a different lens. Hey, you talked about being in the room with Julius Peppers, Mario Addison, and uh, it's funny you bring up Mario because I actually played with him when he was on the Colts. Oh, yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, that's my guy as well from Birmingham, Alabama. You know, I always rep for my Bama guys. But what are some of the things? Because, I mean, those are two well-known, proven vets. Mario kind of got it out of the mud. Julius Peppers, obviously, high-round pick. But Mario is a true example of really getting it out of the mud and making a name for himself and being one of the best pass rushers in the league. What are some of the things that you was able to learn from those guys that you instill in your everyday process now? Man, I'll never forget my first day. So obviously, y'all know I was an undrafted rookie, you know, coming into the league, just going into my sixth year. So, you know, God is good. My very first day going into Carolina, Mario was there. He was working out or something. He had just got done working out. We was me, maybe like three other guys we had a workout, you know. So he comes in and literally like we're all like kind of sitting in this little area and I'll never forget. He just came in there and was like, man, whatever y'all do, y'all go hard. Y'all, y'all leave it all out there. You know what I'm saying? He kind of gave us some, some positive words and me, I was, you know, I'm not used to that. I'm thinking, Oh, this guy plays the same position as me. He don't want me, you know, he don't want me in here, but at the same time, he never, it never was that with him. It was always, yeah, I'm trying to bring the other guys along. I'm trying to bring everybody, you know, up. So I, I always felt like that was one of the things I've taken away from him is not, you know, never is never to hate on the youth and hate on the younger guys coming up. You want to help those guys, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the next generation. Like it's never like been a, a situation where you, you can't be scared to compete in this league. So why not, you know, try to help and bring somebody else along? I feel like, you, you know, you're not trying to do that. And it shows you kind of scared to compete, in my opinion. Speaking of other guys, you like you said, you was part of the the mini camp here for the Colts. And now there's a couple guys that obviously uh, wasn't part of mini camp. Darius Leonard obviously had that back surgery. Uh, Kenny Moore tweaked something, you know, on day one. I'm wondering, was there any guys on the field where you you got on the team and you got out there and you started practicing and you were like, this dude caught your eye, like wow, you know, that's that's something that's that's different that I haven't seen. Um. Well, I mean, honestly, we since like you know the tempo was pretty like dialed down, so it wasn't really one of those situations where I got to evaluate anybody else or anything like that. It was pretty slow walk through, you know, type tempo. So I guess during camp, I'll be able to you know have a better idea of you know some of those things. What What are some of the things that you think you can uh, you know bring to this defense going forward? I mean, we we hear all the talk about Matt Ryan, we hear all the 
to talk about what we got to do offensively and all those things. But uh, we're starting to hear a lot of the chatter about the pieces we had brought over to the defensive side of the ball. And now with you, that added piece, especially with the pass rushers that we have already, trying to find that depth, trying to get that, that whole room solidified. What do you think you can bring to the table so the coach fans uh, got something to look forward to going into training camp? Man, I bring energy. Energy and intensity, man. That's that's my thing, man. I'm going to go hard every play. We're going to have fun out there. I'm going to get the guys around me to elevate and play better just, you know, through positive reinforcements and just, you know, we just going to have a good time. That's the first and foremost. I feel like people always lose sight of the fact that football is a game that you started playing when you were a kid. So if you, I feel like if you lose that fun, obviously in the NFL it's a business. Don't, don't get that twisted. But if you boil it down, football is a game that you started playing when you were a child. And I feel like if you lose that, that's when you lose your spark and you can't, you can't never lose that edge. You know what I'm saying? So I just try to bring great energy, intensity, fire, you know what I'm saying? Great effort, all of that. You bring that effort and energy. You try to bring all that. And uh, throughout your career, you, you've had kind of situations, like you said, this is your fourth team. You kind of bounced on and off of practice squads through through your career. How do you keep that energy and that focus uh, in order, you know, from 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 uh, your situations, not knowing whether you'll be playing week, you know, this week or that week? Uh, it's it's tough. It's not. It's definitely not something that's easy. But like when you love the game, you know what I'm saying. It's not mm -hmm. that hard. You know what I'm saying. It, I just feel like it kind of the love for the game takes over like whatever situation you may be facing. If you still love ball, you're going to love ball regardless. Like it's not going to be a situation, a situational thing. So I just feel like you got to just continue to love the game and, you know, give the game everything you got and then it'll, it'll reward you. So you just got to keep going and stay consistent. Got you, man. Uh, I guess the last question I have for you is as a pass rusher, and I know one of the greatest pass rushers of all time that lives in Indianapolis that work with pass rushers on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Have you reached out to Robert Mathis or if anybody uh, got a chance to reach out to be able to go and work with him on a, on a, you know, possibly? I have not, but I definitely would like to. That'd be great, man. I used to watch him and Dwight growing up, man. Those two used to get after it, man. So yeah. I definitely, that definitely would be. I feel like a good experience, you know, to gain some knowledge and some more experience working with him. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to end this with a, a more of a lighthearted question, uh, not not so focused on, on football. A little bit about you. Mm -hmm. uh, could you give guys a little information about you, some of your likes, type of movies you enjoy, the oh, food man. restaurants you, you go and check yeah. out? You know, you know, things, video games. What, what What's up with you, man? Man, so look, I'm a big foodie. I love food. I'm a big seafood guy. I love oysters, crab legs, all that type of stuff. Um, my favorite place probably, so I live in Atlanta. My favorite place to go to in Atlanta is CNS Oysters. Oh, yeah. Man, they oysters are crazy. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I played the video games here and there. I played Madden, uh, a little Call of Duty, stuff like that. Um, I got a dog. I like to, you know, kick with my dog, take him on walks and stuff like that. A little bully. Maybe chilling. He's a real, real good dog, man. And uh, I just I just like to hang out, man, honestly. Uh, work out. Work out pretty much every day. Um, go hang with my mom, my sister. You know what I'm saying? I just pretty family oriented. Like my like my time with my fam. And then, uh, yeah, man, I just get back to ball. It's kind of like a cycle every year, man. You just kind of fall into it. Man, I'll tell you what, you like seafood. Indy's kind of got a special restaurant in town, well known. 
called okay. St. Elmo's. All right. Yeah, yeah, you need to go check that out while you're in town. I, I promise you. Take that one out. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining. I appreciate you. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Gerard? No, I was, I was telling them, check out Country Kitchen, too. You're looking for a soul food okay. spot? Country uh, Kitchen is country the kitchen. soul food spot in Indy. Trust you me. You got to tell me twice. That's my second favorite kind of food right there. That's soul food. There. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love soul food, too, man. Oh, uh, all right, man. Uh, anything you want to let the viewers and listeners know, Brian, before we go? Something that we hadn't covered or anything? Yeah, I think we covered everything, man. Just, you know, everybody out there, just keep keep going hard every day. You know, no matter what you do, no matter what it is you do, just go hard at it. And then, you know, it's going to reward you. Just keep going. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And until next time, I'm Lawrence Owen. That was Gerard Powers with us, special guest Brian Cox Jr. And until next time, go Colts. Go Colts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.